I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Victor Orozco on the line. He is the Managing Partner and Director of Operations over at Bear Financial Planning. Uh, Victor, welcome to the show. Ah, thank you for having me. Good morning. So, Victor, I'm excited to get into how you're helping your clients over at Bear Financial Planning. Um, a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this podcast, and financial planning is always a hot topic. So we're going to get into that. Um, but before we do so, uh, let's talk a little bit more about your background. How did you get started in business? Yeah, so in a couple of ways, I, I got exposed quite young in when I was in middle school. Uh, my grandfather actually had a barbershop, or still actually has a barbershop to this day. He's been uh, having it for about 50-plus years or so. And in, uh, during middle school on Fridays, I would go to his barbershop and help sweep the floor, book appointments on the phone with the customers, and, and give them change. Um, so I actually kind of got a first experience hand uh, from my grandfather at that point. Um, also, in, in high school, my father... Uh, had a janitorial company, and uh, back then he gave me my own routes. I had my own building, so my buddy and I would, would clean it over the weekend. So from a kind of a firsthand entrepreneurial family business type of uh, family, I got to be exposed in it in a couple of different ways uh, being, being a kid, even though I didn't know I was being educated at that time. I just thought that's what normal families did. Um, so that was really cool. From a professional standpoint where I'm at today, I was attending San Diego State University, uh, go Aztecs, and had a uh, classmate that worked at a financial services firm that focused a lot on financial planning. And at the time, a few advisors needed some staff help and, and some team members uh, for them for support and asked if I wanted to participate. And uh, through just networking with fellow college friends, he, he got me in and kind of started my uh, eye-opening process uh, back in undergrad. So a couple wow, different levels awesome. there. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. And so you've, and I mean, you've been in the industry for you know over a decade now, um, over 14 years, um, or actually going on 20 years. So you're you're definitely seeing the ups and downs of the market. You've definitely seen um, a lot of the transition that's happening in terms of fintech. I mean, you're you're definitely at the cutting edge of all this stuff. Um, so if you were to give some, there's a lot of people that are listening to this. Maybe they're considering going into the into the um, financial services field. Um, and maybe they just graduated um, college and they're thinking, you know, maybe they want to be a financial advisor. There's a, there's a lot of opportunity there. Um, what kind of advice would you give them in terms of uh, getting their feet wet in the field? Yes, uh, I would say realize that as much as you're going to be helping people work towards their goals and, and really be an advisor to clients, you're going to be equally, if not more, a business owner. So really getting to learn uh skills and realizing you're going to be dealing with HR uh, issues with having your own team and really just being a business owner at all the different levels from financials and reporting and really making decisions. So you actually get to have the benefit of having two jobs if you're pursuing that uh, from that standpoint. So that's one thing I really uh, wish I would have learned a little bit sooner or, or been more aware of. And then always looking for mentors is a very popular, um, you know, advice for those uh, looking to pursue a career and really kind of look at advisors or people or mentors that align with your values. You know, we can't get, get blinded by success of someone 
and not necessarily know how they got there. And uh, sometimes you let that lead you saying, hey, that person does the most. I want to learn from them. They're awesome. But then also learning, well, how do they get there? And, you know, are they serving the community that you'd want to serve as well? So really kind of aligning your mentorships. Not only looking for someone successful, but learn, learning from someone that you may align your values and kind of have that same set uh, in common with. Yeah, I, I like that advice a lot. And, and really because um, when you're thinking about – when I look at my career, when I look at the advisors that did the best and that were in the business the longest, um, the ones that – really treated it like a business are the ones that really prospered and had that longer term vision. The ones that mm-hmm. treated it yeah. like a job, um, they, they kind of come and go. Um, so yeah, I, I love that idea. If you're going to get into, into financial services, think of it as a business and, and have that mindset from the beginning and it'll do well. Yep. Um, let's, uh, let's transition a bit. I want to talk more about what you're doing as managing partner over at uh, Bear Financial Planning. So what kind of clients are you helping and what are you helping them with? Yeah, so really our mission at Bear Financial Planning is you know, we create trusted relationships, allowing our clients to shift the burden of financial matters to us, and so they can regain time for their passions. So really who we're doing that for um, in, out here in San Diego are really helping female CEOs, LGBT families, and successful business owners really make important financial decisions that impact not only their company, but their personal futures as well. And so what are some common themes that you notice? You have a, you have a, um, a very, um, you have a specific type of clientele you like working with. Um, what are, I know that every single person is going to be different. Everybody's going to have a different situation. But I do know that when, you're, when, you, when you kind of know your themes and you know your clientele, certain themes arise over time. What are some, um, current, um, some, some themes that you see that affect your particular clients in, in general? Yeah, so with um, being a partner with Marcy Bear, who's the principal of Bear Financial Planning, her and I have been together for over, I think, 15 years this February. Um, She is, so this is a woman-led, she's part of the LGBT community. I'm a minority millennial. Um, So we kind of have this different lens and this this different perspective uh, from from our financial planning uh, practice, which is a little bit different than, than the norm. So I think that we're able to kind of bring our whole selves and our different views to our practice, and I think it just attracts uh, other individuals that want to seek advice but want to be able to identify with who they're working with, you know, from a financial standpoint because it's a very intimate and, you know, important process. So to really connect and click, not only do you like the person, but just on all levels, um, that's what we're kind of seeing as a trend now. I think clients are starting to see that they're – it's slow, but hopefully there's some more diversity and more inclusion coming into our practice and our industry is really working on that. But clients really seeking out um, the advisors and the teams and the companies that really help align with uh, their views um, personally and from a business standpoint. Are there, any, um, are there any technical things that are different, like in terms of their financial planning process? Um, you know, I would say probably pre-2015 you know, when you had – you know, marriage equality, the Supreme Court ruling, there was mm-hmm. different nuances you had to be aware of from a financial mm-hmm. planning standpoint. Now it's just being able to just communicate and being able to have, you know, an environment where a client could bring their whole self, you know, to the appointment. So um, from a technology standpoint or from a, a, a financial technical, not as much mm-hmm. anymore, but really mm-hmm. just kind of having the, you know, as they say, the, the soft skills or being able to communicate with that community to let them, you know, bring their partner to the to the meeting that they may not have done in the past. Mm-hmm. So 
it's more more of that than than technical um, where we're seeing today. No, oh, that's great. I, I love to hear that. That means that the not only the industry but the laws are like I said. I haven't really practiced in many in many years, but uh, I remember there were things that had to be you know that were specific that you had to know if you were serving in different communities. Um, but to hear that it's um, it's kind of leveled out. I mean that that's just great news to me. It means that that um, we, we've come a long way. Um, that's awesome. Um, is there any, any, any trends you're noticing just in FinTech or anything else like that, that are, that's making, you know, financial planning and, and, and what you're doing, um, just, just better. I'm just curious. I always like to hear. Yeah. So uh, yes, the, there is. And the great thing is I think FinTech is helping, uh, financial planning evolve. So from, mm -hmm. uh, and from a client experience standpoint, right? So we get these, you know, these stale bar charts and graphs and these documents that are stale mm -hmm. the moment a client gets them that now they actually have some type of web-based interactive uh, assessment tool, 24-7 access. You know, the, the client is evolving, and I think FinTech is helping us as advisors do that. Um, it's a slow-moving industry when it comes to adopting technology, but uh, these companies are really creating great tools that help us as advisors improve the experience and the engagement for the client. Ultimately, that's what we're, that's what we're aiming for, right? An engaged client and an engaged uh, planning team really helps lead to higher success and um, these tools, um, you know, such as one I can think off the top of my head, someone like a Riskalyze, where you're looking at risk assessment and giving, you know, a really good idea of what investment experience could look like for a client, really helps set expectations and can really be interactive and provide some clarity to a client that historically in the past has been really, you know, a stale questionnaire process. So a lot, mm -hmm. a lot different to set expectations and provide an experience for a client. Man, I love that because I know that's just going to equal um, better um, better results for clients longer term. Because a lot of times it's you know it has to do a lot with expectations and understanding what's going on, um, and the fact that it's real time. I mean, geez, that's that's great compared to back in the day when you had. A, I know you're in this industry for a long time, so you you have a quarterly report and that's it, and you print that out a month later, everything's changed, and you're like, all right, well, what now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, now they're going online real time and seeing what's going on. Um, no, that's that's awesome, and I don't think that's that's so that somebody has to change their portfolio very uh, like more often or anything of that nature. It's just more for the understanding, so people know exactly um, what to expect and what's going on, so they feel more empowered. Um, no, that's great. Yeah, yeah, know um, what you're gonna have. You're not gonna be able to predict it all, but get a sense of what you're getting into before or after the fact. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Um, so, Victor, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on their financial planning, um, what's the best way for them to reach out? Yes, so we're a very active Twitter user. So myself, uh, my handle is at Victor with an underscore between each letter, and Marcy Bear, my partner. Uh, you can find us there, uh, LinkedIn, uh, YouTube, Bear Financial Planning has a YouTube channel. Of course, our website, bearfinancialplanning.com, and that houses all the ways you can get a hold of us there and I get to learn a little bit more about what we do. That's awesome. Well, hey, Victor, I really want to thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate that. And to the listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review. Do all those great things that we do to uh, support podcasters. I really appreciate it. And don't forget to go check out Bear Financial Planning. Uh, Victor, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.